gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the thoughts of our hearts be acceptable in your sight through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. So by way of review, it was uh, two weeks ago, I believe, we talked about unforgiveness versus forgiveness, and we said that unforgiveness is when we either refuse to forgive or when we feel that we are unable to forgive someone else. And we end up getting stuck in this loop of replaying the offense over and over again in our mind. And as the event repeats in our minds, some of the details get rewritten. Our remembrance of the event becomes worse and worse as a way of justifying our anger. Unforgiveness, we said, is a poison that we ingest, hoping the other person will suffer and die. Our unwillingness to forgive may indeed hurt the offender, or it may not, but it always hurts us and it hurts us more than anyone else. So why do we do it? Why do we refuse to forgive? Why do we hold forgiveness back? Well, point number one in your sermon outline, I believe on page seven of your bulletin. Point number one is the allure of unforgiveness. The attraction of it. And it's attractive. Letter A, it's attractive because of our sense of justice. St. Paul writes in Romans chapter 2 that the law is written on our hearts. We call it a conscience. We have an inborn knowledge. Sin, the greater my love for the Savior who died to relieve me of all of those mistakes. And letter B, do not burden yourself by trying to forgive and forget. Instead, Change how you remember. Change how you remember. Whenever, whatever sin your offender has committed, you can choose to remember his sin either as unforgivable or you can choose to remember his sin as forgiven by God through Christ. You can fix your eyes on your offender or you can fix your eyes on Jesus. In our first reading for this evening from the book of Genesis, Joseph reconciled with his brothers in chapter 50 because his focus was on God. He said, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Now, Joseph did not forget what his brothers had done to him. He chose rather to remember what they had done in a forgiving way. To forgive as God forgives is impossible on our own strength. To do a divine work such as forgiving requires divine power. As Peter writes in our third lesson, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And that includes the ability to forgive. 
that power to forgive emanates from the cross of our Lord. And the key to overcoming unforgiveness is to take your gaze off of the offender and to fix your gaze on Christ crucified for you, believing that he has cleansed you of all your sin is what will enable you to forgive your offender. In Jesus' name, amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, amen.